listening to The Real. Man, I appreciate them dudes for talking about The Raw. Wait, they were talking about The Relatable. That's exactly what I've been going through. The Relentlessly Real Podcast. Welcome to The Relentlessly Real Podcast, where we discuss real, raw, and relatable topics. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. Let's kick this off with some introductions. My name is John. I'm Antonio. And as always, I am Terrence. And we have a special guest in the building today, one of our good friends all the way from Washington, D.C. with his uh, Wakanda outfit on today. (laughs) My boy Phil is on the call. What's up, Phil? What up, family? What's up? So, uh, Phil, give us a little bit of information about yourself before we start the uh, podcast. Well, uh, I guess I'll get straight to it. I'm registered Republican, but let's get back to who I am. Phil Watson um, from DC, born in actually Capitol Heights, Maryland. Um, I work in real estate. I work in IT. Um, the IT has me in the government space, been government contractor for like 12, 13 years now. And um, and my real estate, I own some rental property in DC and that's taken me over to Ghana where I bought some property early, property early this year. Um, so doing rentals there in Ghana as well and setting up some stuff with a boy of mine that owns a uh, resort. So those two projects, IT and real estate, Keep me busy, man. Yeah, so uh, Phil is a a registered Republican. However, we'll see, I guess, and dive deep a little bit more into why he chose to be a, a, a Republican and not a Democrat. What's wrong with him, right? Um, and in the sense of, like, why he chose that method or a pathway or not what's wrong with him. Maybe it's something that we may want to um, have us? a new view about. Huh? <laughs> What's wrong with us? That's the question. What's wrong with us? Right. That could be, you know what I mean? So it could be that. Uh, one thing that we want to make sure. Go ahead. Hey, fella, speaking of, I mean, just real sour. Let me hold something, yo. Cash at me, yo. Cash <laughs> ah, you got it. You know? <laughs> I, I would be remiss. I feel like I should have definitely mentioned this. Like, my dad is a pastor. His mom was a pastor. My mom's dad was a pastor. So that's kind of, that's a part, that's a huge part of my fabric. I have a family of 23 aunts and uncles. And I got coming on 200 cousins or, or more than that now with second, third and fourth cousins. That's a huge part of who I am and the fabric, you know, the soil of my life. So they've been they've been having a lot of sex uh, in your family. Well, 18 on one side, well, 19 on one side and then six plus two on the other side that I don't really count. But that's a long story. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of kids. Anyway. I want to say, um, man, we're in the COVID season. This is like our quarantine edition of the Relentlessly Real podcast. Normally, we'll all be in one space together. However, because of COVID-19, we are deciding to keep the you know information coming and make sure, making sure that you guys can stay abreast of what we're trying to do within Relentlessly Real podcast uh, land. And because of that, we're going to say, hey, man, we're going to keep doing our, our um, Relentlessly Real podcast throughout the quarantine. We're not going to stop the um, creating content for people that want to listen to what we're talking about. Um, obviously, there's not as many things going on as there normally would be, but we're still going to uh, continue that with that information. So bottom line is quarantine is happening. COVID's happening. We're blown just like you're blown, but we're trying to have uh, uh, fun within this within this time as well. So like, just give me an idea, guys, like how you guys been doing with the whole quarantining and the COVID thing. Are y'all staying safe? Are y'all going out every day? Like, where y'all at with it? I'm going out. Um, like, we're good. I think we just ordered probably like um, some surgical masks, some uh, ventilation masks. Like we got like probably about 10 different masks in the house right now. So we're stocking up to be on the safe side. So we're yeah. good. We're chilling. We go out every two weeks to the grocery stores. Uh, 
Everything is still chill. Right. That's dope. What about you, T? I'm going out every day, man. I've been partying. All right. Bars and like going to the beach, man. I've been like living it, yo. (laughs) (laughs) The beach. Yeah. What did you go to the Baltimore Harbor? The one in Dundalk. Oh. <laughs> like, Miami. I was in Cabo. Like, I've been like living, man. Like, that's, I got to tell myself that to keep saying that's all. Oh, like, I, I've I been, get it. How? I've been, <laughs> I've been down to the edge of my sidewalk to, to drop off the trash can and slide right. back up two days later. <laughs> I hear you. You and you go ahead and put a full full suit on to go take your trash out because you're gonna feel like you're doing something. No, I know, I know. I go out in my flip flops. <laughs> what about you, Phil? How you how you been doing with this COVID thing, bro? Bro, I kind of this probably puts into perspective who I am. Like, I've been I literally been out, not every day. Like, I got in this morning at two a.m. It was a birthday party last night, so I'm one of the ones. You are the I'm problem. The you are the big, reason. Bro. I was look. I was in that picture at the wharf with all them black people at the wharf. I was in that picture. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm pose, you in the picture posing <laughs> in my Wakanda shirt. I'm definitely one fish. of those guys, man. I mean, I'm just not worried, man. I'm just yeah. not worried at all. Like sure. uh, birthday party was a little lit. I mean, we had ten people, but um, hey, I've been out here. I'm not. I feel like I'm young, strong. I don't come into contact with any old people, so <laughs> I'm out here. I'm out here keeping the economy going. You know, that's that's my sacrifice. I'm doing it for y'all. That's what I'm. That's why. I'm I feel like if I didn't have a kid or or whatever, I probably would be out in these streets a lot more. Honestly, because I'm just I'm not the type of person that can be shelter in place. I'm a person that needs to be on the move, doing yeah. something all the time. Um, so so, I guess my only point in saying that is I get what you're saying, Phil. Yeah, I'm single too. Well, I'm, I'm sitting at home looking at my roommate, uh, Harry back now. That's how I'm sitting here looking at him. I'm going out. <laughs> I'm out. Not the Harry back though. <laughs> that's that's just that's inappropriate. I look at it as like I'm out. <laughs> that's hey, funny. You know, like, I'm just saying, look, dollar sign T Robinson one nine eight eight. Cash at me, man. <laughs> <laughs> you just shooting your shot right now, T. Right. <laughs> I was just listening. T. Robinson, Dallas Sign, T. Robinson, one nine eight eight. Cash at me, like you know, like I got. Think, think about the kids. Hey yo, <laughs> think about the kids. <laughs> Send me your money first, bro. I'll invest it, and I'll, I got and I'll you. be cash oh, after you. You know what? Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. I know for me, I've been I've been home a lot with my daughter. I've been uh, trying to deal with that phenomenon of being a daycare caretaker to some degree, and uh, yeah. like from about seven in the morning to about five or six o'clock in the evening, it's just me and her. Um, to some degree, my wife has been able to help me out here and there, but you know, for the most part, it's just she and I. And that's I'm not gonna lie. A part of me is like, yo, this is unbearable. I, I can't take it because it's just so much. Um, daily interaction in the sense of like trying to keep her one I'm, that whole distance learning thing is a bunch of bull and I'm trying to make sure that she's growing in the most um uh important part of her life where she should be really growing exponentially i don't want to i don't want to uh shorten that or stop that because i'm not able to know whatever i need to do to, in that child uh care area so it's kind of frustrating that end but on the other spectrum man i probably i'm like i will probably never have had this type of time with my daughter ever yeah. um and so, like, it's like I will probably look back on this and be like, "Man, I'll miss it because you know, you you know, years from now, I, I like not today, 
But about seven to ten years from now, I probably will miss <laughs> all of these right. moments where we will play and 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 all that good stuff. So it's good. It's cool to see your daughter grow. It's cool to see your daughter um, learn how to count and all that good stuff and ABCs and shapes and stuff. So that's pretty much what's happening over here. Other than that, I'm baking more. I've been doing uh, my mac and cheese. That's what we're joking <laughs> about offline. Uh, and I uh, I made a cake. I made a pound cake, actually. What? Um, I don't know if I showed that. that. I made a pound cake. My wife is my wife been tearing that joker up. <laughs> my wife and my daughter. Oh, yeah. I ate a little bit, but. Oh, I didn't know you made that. I saw the picture. Right. Huh? I didn't know you made that. Oh, yeah, I made it. I'm just sitting here just becoming a full mother. You selling you selling pounds? You selling cakes? I'm bruh. That might be my next hustle for real, for real. Because I'm like, yeah, yeah. if I do that, cakes. COVID cakes. That's what I'm calling them. COVID, COVID cakes. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so you guys, uh, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, not just the people, our team at um, Relentless Real Podcast, but everybody that's trying to quarantine. I hope you're being safe. Unlike Phil, I hope you stay home uh, and shelter in place and stay with your family. Don't be out partying until 2 a.m. Why don't you get pulled over? Like, I'm like, police officer right. be like, bro, what are you doing at 2 a.m. to be out in the streets? We can get up, we can get into that. It's all ain't nobody pulling nobody over, bro. It's yeah. not happening. It's not, the cops don't care. I flew past several cops last night over the speed limit. And I looked back at them. They was like, they don't they're not right now, they're not wow. caring. Right. All you gotta do is not have no mask. They like, I ain't pulling that. I'm not pulling him over. I don't want COVID. Plus, I carry my government cat car and I carry a bag of uh cereal in my back seat. So if they pull me over, like yo, I just went to 7-Eleven for some cereal, bro. Hundred percent of the time, I have Cheerios in my back seat in a back Seven Eleven bag. Just lie that you're ready to tell at any I'm time. Fully, fully ready to tell. I said, "Lord, <laughs> keep them away, or you know, I'm gonna have to lie." If they pull me over, <laughs> I'm coming from work. Here's my idea. Here's a cereal I just bought. I don't care what time of the day it is. Seven Eleven is open. So that is hilarious. They don't so know anyway. what time you work too. You can say you're coming from work no matter what time it is, right? I just got up at work. I can, yeah. Yeah, it's a government employee. They don't know. I could, they reopen 24 hours a day. I don't know if they yeah. ever said they were going to be pulling people over, though. I don't know if that was ever a real thing, but I just thought that they, I thought that there might be something that they would be doing, but they, I don't think they ever said they were going to enforce that. I kept saying it before. How are they going to enforce this? Yeah, they're not going to be able to enforce it. That's why, like, literally yesterday, I went out to get something from the grocery store, and I felt like it was a Saturday afternoon. Everybody oh. was out in them streets, like, I am not staying inside. Come to yeah. Northeast, bro. It's traffic. We have traffic. Oh, Y'all yeah, had traffic? We had traffic yesterday. People are out. We out. I'm about to say, a day like today where it's like 70 and tomorrow's going to be 75, you try to tell black people to stay in their house again. Tell them. Go ahead and try. Right. And let bushels be $25 again. $25 a bushel. <laughs> we coming out. I don't care and, what they say. And <laughs> gas is $150. I mean, they yeah. like, yo, we're going to be out of these streets. I got free gas. Basically. Bro, I filled up for $23. <laughs> wow, bro. Mm. Filled up, filled up for twenty three dollars. Filled up That's on what? Amazing. You have yeah. a what's your car? Oh, Is it a Honda something? I got a Honda Accord. Honda Accord. And yeah. that twenty three dollars gonna stretch you two weeks now too. Yeah, a month. <laughs> yeah, but oh. I have not put gas in my car in like at least two weeks. Mm. That's least. what. That's amazing. That's wow, amazing. I, I fill up every three or four days, but that's me. Well, because you're out in the streets every two days <laughs> or every day. Um, <laughs> anyway. Don't try to lie to us. Don't even be down there with them signs. 
so funny, bro. Uh, as you guys should know by now, um, we don't have Mike uh, on the podcast with us at this point because he's doing his uh, graduation thing or trying to get to graduation. We have a boy Antonio on the on the call with us or on the podcast with us, and so he's going to do our trending topics for today. Go ahead, Tony. Yo, so the the funniest one um, is a video from uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans. Uh, he was pretty much giving like a speech to you know the graduates. Uh, of 2020 yeah and uh he then got up once he was done and my guy had on no pants no boxers no nothing dangling in the screen and just walked off and walked off like, <laughs> that and was the greatest like, thing i've no, ever seen no uh, <laughs> did y'all see that yes it was amazing it was amazing yeah because because his son was trying to help him like initiate the whole process of doing Instagram or whatever in uh, Instagram Live. And then his son walks off and sees it, lets his dad do his speech. His dad gets and his, his, dad, his dad is hanging out and everything walks away. And then his son realizes what just happened and him trying to stop everybody from seeing his dad dick. I mean, that joke is hilarious, bro. You can't tell me that ain't funny. I'm yeah. sorry. I had so many <laughs> questions. Like, like, I had so many questions. Number one, why are you ass naked recording with your kid around? Like at no point. Your son is 17 years old at least. John, right. I don't care if he is zero. At no point is it okay for you to be sitting on a computer chair ass naked with your son in the room. I know, man. Yo, that was hilarious. Yo, I don't do it, but if you are ass naked on a chair. In a computer chair, you 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 whack it off like. Just... <laughs> what is that? Where you go, T? Right. But before he, because look, he old. I get that you not understand technology. Let's just yeah. go to the central issue. Why are you butt naked with your kid Why? in the room? Why? And then to the son. Why were you okay with him right. recording? Like he just joint swings all the time. Like yeah. <laughs> that's a. That's a, that might be the culture of their environment. That maybe yeah. they just walk around with their uh their, their, their things scary. out. That is scary. We need the FBI need to do some deep dive into him. That's scary. Like That's a future serial killer in, in the in the making, in no, my opinion. What? <laughs> FBI though? You don't you don't think that's that, that's a little uh No nah, man, he, if you just out there with your Johnson swinging like that in front of you, and that's the culture you created in your what I do you like hmm. Phil's very quiet? I think he actually does things like that because Phil's just like, hmm, hmm, ah, hmm. <laughs> well, I, I air dry daily. I just, I mean, I'm around the house butt naked all the time. I wasn't joking. <laughs> but do, would you do it with your from the waist would you, up right now? Would you do it with your son sitting not there? My, the not my 17 year old son, but if he's like a kid, yeah, why not? Okay, but seventeen. He's that child was at least seventeen. That's what I'm saying. If you yeah, if you would do it like that, I'm nah. like, brother, we got. We yeah, nah, they're they're problems. They're problems. If you're butt naked with your seventeen year old son, nah. <laughs> I'm so I'm just over the old people trying to work technology in this season. Like I'm over all the like <laughs> the battle the battle things on Instagram. When did he and, get that? When did he get that old? Oh uh, yeah, he 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 aged he uh aged yeah. overnight. Last year. I don't yeah. like, like, <laughs> like look at Shane and like how young he looked. Yeah, 
Uh, don't touch right here. Don't touch right here. <laughs> but that's how you know he old because I'm sitting butt naked on the Instagram. I'm, I'm gonna be on hard for sure. I'm not standing up. Nothing. He's gonna stand up and poke the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I know, I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm a voyeur or something undercover. But I'm. I just. I couldn't just chill. But on top of that, there. Been, I mean, not to, not to take over Tony's moment, but there's been plenty of people on Zoom who have been not oh, knowing oh, yeah. how to work that, and they've been uh. having meetings. And they're like laying in their bed. They don't know how to turn the camera off, and they turn the they turn the they turn the microphone off, but the camera's on while they lay laying in in bed in meetings. Like, what is happening? I, mean, I, I mentioned before, like one dude literally was in a meeting, and he was sitting at his desk, butt naked, and he ended up getting up, walking around like the video was not on, like literally, like no clothes That's just on at funny all. To me, I love that. Like somebody went to the bathroom. Oh, that was my favorite one. Right on Zoom. Like, <laughs> it's just my, crazy. My thing is, as a, a do you do you reprimand them? Like you know, fires. You had your, your D out in the middle of a meeting. Do you reprimand them, or you just like it's all good? Mm. What can I mean? What can you really do? Because he may have thought the video was all off. That could be considered sexual harassment in some circles. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> you got your D. You got your D out. But anyway, do you, got, do you have right any now, other? There's a creep that's saying, "Oh, I could do it and get away with it." <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no idea. I, I thought I had the microphone on mute. I, mean, I didn't know I didn't have the video. Boss had a conversation with him. You're the, you're the director of IT. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah, I had no idea. Was there anything else uh, for trending topics, Tom? Um, yeah. So I think you mentioned it, but the increase in rap battles on IG. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty dope. Especially because it's a lot of the artists that we grew up with, yeah, um, and that we like. It's not a bunch of these new school artists um, or these newer artists doing these rap battles. It's literally taking it back and being like a a, a throwback for us. Right. You know, seeing these artists come back and actually do something live that we can all tap into without paying money. I think it's pretty dope. That is dope. Was that? Who's been your favorite one so far? Um, I don't know. If I was my favorite one, I'm looking forward to the Jill Scott and Erica Badu one. <clears throat> I thought that happened. I think mm -hmm. that didn't it happen. I thought it already happened. Did it happen yet? No, I, I think it's coming. Oh, okay. I saw somebody say something about it. I guess they were talking about it about it coming. They were like, they didn't think that Erica Badu, like basically Jill Scott's gonna get washed. That's what they said. They said like yeah, Jill Scott don't have enough hits for Erica Badu. And I'm so like, really? It was, just, it was That's what I said. where it was these two like little comedians or whatever. Um and they were singing back and forth. Like one was Erica Badu and one was Jill Scott. And they was going back and forth singing yeah. um, like the same song, but one was pretending to be the other. Yeah. And I think it was, it was pretty dope. Like, cause they were both good, but they both have like, there's two different styles of singing um, mm -hmm. and things like that. I think it was going to be dope. Did y'all watch that Hezekiah, was it Hezekiah Walker and John P. Key jump? No. no. I didn't either. We were then. What you say, Phil? I think the Teddy Riley one with these dudes over 50 trying to run these battles. I think we just was like, I'm done. You couldn't I'm do it. It was rough. Me it was rough. I couldn't. I, I didn't. So I haven't watched any of the battles. Like, I just I just made it a point to not be on Instagram. I don't have that kind of time to be. Like, if I'm tired during the day, I'm going to sleep at night. I'm sorry. I am going to publicly apologize to you. Uh, I have been lately, because of, like, my show, been listening to Chris Brown music. Mm. I yield. Chris, Chris Brown is fire. 
I, I will I will I will publicly say you just realized that I'm about to say I, what is what's happening right now? Are you really just now saying that? I remember I said like he's not like a, an RB great I, I yield. He, he he's dope. Oh, you're stemming this from the last time we talked about this. Yes, I'm going Okay, back. I want to make sure I understood. Now, when you apologize, make sure you bring all the information in. You're apologizing. <laughs> I, I yield to the part where I, where I do, not that Chris Brown wasn't great, but I think he's one of the greatest entertainers that we have. Sidebar, um, you were talking about the the one more offensive thing you said was about Rihanna. I mean, not Rihanna. Was it Rihanna? It was um Brandy. Aaliyah. Was it Brandy? Was was Brandy. It? Aaliyah, 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 Aaliyah. Aaliyah. When you said your thing about Aaliyah, yeah. that's that's what made me feel like we can't be friends anymore. That's why I felt like Aaliyah is one of my favorite artists of all time. I still say she couldn't sing. She had no range. Okay. She had the same note and one setup. I don't Phil? know. <laughs> hey. I'm only a guest there. I can't, you know. <laughs> nah, Phil. You already said, you already had, your, you would say, when you said, mm, we all knew what that meant. <laughs> when he said he's just realizing Chris Brown is a beast, I was like, you know. No, no, no. no, no. I mean, I didn't let me now disregard everything he says. Yeah, John right. said he's one of the best entertainers of all time. And I was like, I don't think so. I, mm. I knew he was a beast. Chris Brown's definitely yeah. I just mm. didn't put him in there. I said, you can't, of all, okay, we got to have this conversation real quick. You're saying of all time, that Chris Brown does not deserve to be in the same realm with like of all time artists like Beyonce, Michael Jackson. I, I used to say that, and I now I've changed my mind. Yes, I do think he belongs to be in one of our. He he definitely is one of the best entertainers of this generation. Hmm. So, so like, we're talking about like 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 the. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sick of feels. Mm, I can't take <laughs> it. <laughs> you don't agree? You don't think he's one of the best entertainers? You say of all time, it depends on you saying top 10, 20, 50, or 100. It depends not, on where you're saying top what. I think he belongs in the conversation. He belongs. I would say, I would say top 10. I would say if, top 10. If you're talking about a certain era, yes. But if you're saying of all time, top 10, I, don't I, would, say, I, would, I would say no. I don't have all time. So don't – you take your mm, – and you direct it. right below because of my – Yo. <laughs> I love Chris Brown. Like I got his playlist on rotation at least once a week. Right. But of all time, top ten perf entertainers, I don't know, man. Entertainers. I, know. I feel like we won't really know until after his era, because this era is still happening right, right now. Right. So yeah. I feel like it's not really fair to be like, oh. But I'm. But we. But we'll, but we'll, okay. So let me ask this question. And this is not even like we weren't even supposed to go here, but we got to do it for a second. Beyonce can be considered one of the best of all time in this era, and she's still creating. So why exactly. are we saying that Chris Brown can't be considered in this era? Like that's that's why I, I would just throw that out to y'all. Because like, he ain't made it yet. That's why he he hasn't made it there yet, in my opinion. Beyonce has made it there already. Regardless, yeah. like, she's yeah. there. I don't know anybody else right now performing at this moment that I would say is definitely of all time top. Right, that we'll never yeah. forget. Beyonce is definitely one of those. I can, I can see that. That, that, that was my stance. Is That's Jay Z in two? Are we saying Jay Z too? I think so. I think Jay Z will be in there. I mean, for hip hop, and hip hop is a thing that's never going to go away as far as the knowledge of it. So I think yeah. he's top in that category. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But no. I brought it up because it, it, what it had to do with Tony's topic is because the T Pain was my favorite one. And of all I, time, I, I'm like, Phil, I didn't really watch a lot of them. But well, I think the rap battles. Oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 
He <laughs> switched back. He's like, T Pain's the best artist best of artist all time. Feels time. like he was about to log off. Oh <laughs> Feels like, all right, guys, it's been real. No, Tony, I forgot who T Pain was going against because T Pain to me had won that battle. But he, in the middle of his battle, he dropped this fire Chris Brown song, and it's unreleased. And that's Ooh. all everybody was talking about for the next day. So did you hear that Chris Brown joint? I'm like, I want that joint. Like, where, like I'm trying to find it on, on iMusic. It was like he dropped this fire Chris Brown song in the midst of that battle, and it was amazing. Was it was amazing. Little John. That one. It was Little John. Yeah, that's what it was. And he, uh, it was, it, it was like towards the end of that set. Well, Little John, he had technical difficulties. He disappeared. So, um, but <laughs> it, 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 some Chris Brown. So they talked about. Um, I don't know. If this is this is kind of a rumor, but they talked about um, Ja Rule and Fifty Cent. Like oh, yeah. what that would look like, and I was like, they're not gonna get on the IG live together. I just no. don't believe that's gonna happen. I want to see Diddy and Dre. I do want to see Diddy and Dre. Diddy and who? Uh, Diddy, Diddy, but yeah, I Diddy see and that Drake. One. Drake. Drake. Dr. Dre. Oh, Dr. Dr. Dre. Mm. That would be a hard one. That would be a hard one. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. But this is gonna get old really, really quick. Just so we're clear, like about oh, another week or a week and a half into this, we're gonna be like, all right, enough battles. Let's know, what's man. Next, what's next? Artists, yo. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it may be a new thing because we haven't seen anything like this in a while. Like, yeah, at all, ever. So, I just, like, ever, yeah. Uh, Meg the Stallion. Uh, let me show you a picture. Wait, can y'all see this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's a Kevin stage <laughs> jump, right? Yeah. He said Megan Stallion and who who he had battles. <laughs> that's the only and he said that's the only one I want to see. And I was like, I agree. I want to see that. Meg the Stallion. <laughs> Shirley Caesar. Yo, as quiet as it's kept, Shirley Caesar might she might give she heat. might give she, she might, might beat the brakes off her. She might bring some heat, bro. <laughs> Shut up, yeah. Bro, I will, let me tell you something. That's some that's the IG thing I would watch. You hear but me? You see that pose though. <laughs> Shirley like, it's Shirley like, I don't know. Hey, I, I, got some hit. I got some hits. I got some hits. I got some hits. I want to see somebody go up against Kiki Wyatt. Oh wow! Mm. I want to see somebody try Kiki Wyatt. Yeah. Mm. Her. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think, I think, the, I think it's fun to watch them. I mean, obviously, we're enjoying it. Um, but overall, I just feel like. It's getting to me. It's getting old, but if y'all like it, if it's, if it's working for y'all, then hey, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. So let's I mean, go on to the- not going nowhere. I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm not. I mean, Phil, I'm like Phil. I'm about to say I y'all not going anywhere. Phil's going Phil everywhere. Like, I'm out. I'm finding so, things to do. <laughs> so um, I have some a couple of uh, what would you rather do or what would you rather uh, questions uh, that I want to pose to you guys, and I want to get all your responses. So what one of the questions is: Would you rather be in jail for one year or for a year? Or lose a year of your life. Now, are you talking about a previous year of your life, or like we, we, you would skip from like thirty to thirty-two? Yeah, you. Let's say, let's say, uh, upcoming year of your life, and not a previous. No death. You just skip a year. Would you be in a coma? Like things would still be happening. This is the problem with these questions because you guys are always looking for how this would happen, and I want to smack you in your face. It's a very it's oh, a very at the forefront a question. Off of your life. How did you get off of your life? Yeah, it says off of your life. Lose lose the year off of your life or be in jail for a year. That's oh. death. That means you die. Right. You die, you die one year earlier than you were supposed to. Yeah, you die one year earlier than you would. Oh. Normally die. I would 
probably take the year off. A year in jail? No, no, a year take, off. Oh, take a year off. Yeah. Then go to jail. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What about you, Phil? If I had to choose right now at this moment, I would just go to jail for a year. Wow. Start a ministry. Get your get your booty uh worked, huh? In that jail, huh? Oh, bro. Bro. Oh. <laughs> that's what that's what you're saying. I sign me up. That's no, what you're I, mean, I mean, does everybody get raped in jail? I don't, you know, nah. I don't know. But I feel like, I feel like you and your you and your Wakanda shirt might. That's what nah, I feel like. Being a Muslim, so I get right in line with the NOI. I'll be good. Yes, Phil. And then report back to us. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'd make sure my insurance is set up. Joe, Joe's all right. And I'll like, take a year off my life. I'm not going to jail. <laughs> make sure my wife get paid. That's all I need to make sure of. And I'm out. <laughs> Dang, that's a tough question. That's a tough one for me. What do you say, T? Let's, uh, let's uh, for all of our listeners who may not see what we're doing right now. T is drinking at t- actually it's eleven oh two now, but he has been drinking for at least an hour. This is the same. It's just Coke. It's not Coke. <laughs> it's not Coke, and I think that's the first step in like recovery is knowing that it's not Coke in that glass. <laughs> it's more than Coke. No, there is Coke in this glass. <laughs> it's more than Coke in that glass. But um, uh, T, what would you do? What would you do? Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to jail. Not going to jail. Yeah, yeah I feel like if I go to jail, I would use a year anyway because I probably end up killing myself. I'm not going to jail. Like I'm just. Done. I'm not going to jail. I think I would. Yeah, take take a year off. Would, how about this one? Would you rather have an easy job, work for someone else, or work extremely hard for yourself? Say it again. Would you rather have an easy job working for someone else or work extremely hard but for yourself? Mm. Am I making the same income? Making the same money. To me, it's like that's about work ethic. That's about whether you yeah. want to be a hard worker or not. No, it's not. Not anymore. Not not when I'm 30, 30, 38 and I got two kids. You don't even know how old you are. Yeah, I'm <laughs> and I'm tired. I am tired. These kids have worn me out. Nope. Give tired. me the road. I am good. What do you want me to do? Sure. I got it. No problem. How much you paying me? Sure. No problem, sir. Who else would you like? Sure. No problem, sir. That's where I am right now. Wow. Joe, so, can I still can I still work on the side? <laughs> no, Negro. No, you either work. You <laughs> get on my nerves. Would you rather have an easy job working for someone else, or even work extremely hard for yourself? If it's the same money, easy man. It's about efficiency. If I can use, yeah. you know, less energy to get the same money, yeah. Why not? And there's, I mean, you're not bringing anything else into the equation, like upward mobility, nothing like that. Then. Easy but job. you got coworkers. You got people that tell you, "Hey, you can only use the bathroom for twenty minutes. You need to be back at your desk five minutes or whatever." And you got to be back mm. at your desk. You got a, you got an hour lunch break. You know what I'm saying? You got somebody. I mean, that's that's. I mean, it's assumed you're you're working for someone else, so but they're going to monitor. A job like that life. would not be easy. There we go. It could be easy. No, not for me. Not for me. Trust me, that's not an easy job. <laughs> me or my manager, because that's, that's a stressful job. You're gonna be. You're gonna be an a-hole the whole time, Phil. I can see that yeah, right I can now. Y'all emails at this moment, yes. <laughs> yeah, but if it's yeah. the same money, I, I'll take the easy job. Easy. Because if it's going to be technically an easy job, I don't have to deal with all those ramifications. You know, being literally clocked every minute because that's stress. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. added stress. Stocking groceries is an easy job. Mm. It's labor intensive, though. Yeah, it ain't that much labor in stocking groceries. 
Yo, it All is. Right, do, it, do, it for, do it for 10 hours a day and you get back to me. I've done it. You, you, you a grocery worker? I used to work at CVS. I used to work at Giant. Oh, I'm about to say CVS. I, I wouldn't put it in that line, but maybe yeah. Giant. Yeah, I got you. CVS, I'm what like, CVS. Mean? Bottles of Tylenol. Stock of new white. Stock of new white. 17 pallets of a truck. Tony over here. Tony over here. I ain't going to downplay any of my retail or, you know, store workers offloading a truck of 17 pallets outside, breaking it down, rolling pallets of water. But they cotton swabs at CVS. I mean, how heavy could they be? Uh, crate of <laughs> everything is pretty doggone heavy. <laughs> it's, it's, look, so that's, that's it's easy by the fact that it doesn't require any brain cells. Yeah, no pun intended, like no disrespect, but it's labor intensive, which means it requires a lot of exertion of the body. Mm. I can pay for you know a good chiropractor and stuff like that if I'm getting yeah. the same amount of money as working hard. I, so this is the last one is um I'm gonna do this last one. We're gonna get into the topic today. Um, would you rather have an unlimited international first class ticket or never have to pay for food at restaurants? No food at restaurants. The first. Unlimited international first class tickets. Absolutely. Yeah. And Tony said, "Don't pay for restaurants." I I, I pay for food. I can get discounts on the travel. <laughs> Discounts, but it's gonna cost more. Huh? It's gonna cost more for an international first class ticket than it would for you to pay for a food at a restaurant. No, uh, no. Who said, who said when I fly, gotta be first class? I'm taking the, I'm taking the food. I can fly economy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'm you guys are just. I like to travel. Don't have to pay for travel anymore. I'll probably travel more often. So I, I'm taking that. Although I do, I, I, I I'm taking travel too. I know I'm missing out. On, I'm with Tony. I'm missing out on free food, which I'm probably going to do more. So that probably has more of the economic value. The second one, but That's I would love to, free food. Yeah, I would love. I would love to go out. I probably would never cook. I would never cook if I can get a free meal. I would just go out and eat. But I think that. I, I mean, if we're talking honestly, even when we travel for like long time, periods of time, you know how you travel for a long period of time and you like, man, I need a home cooked meal. You know what I'm saying? And I guess you could still choose to eat at home, but I feel like when you're eating out a lot, you get tired of the food that you're eating out. Yeah, you're a liar. If you're a liar, John, if you could have Ruth Chris, if you could have all I've already said I said what I said to you, and I'm sticking by it. (laughs) You can name and list restaurants all you want. You are thinking about the cost. If I can have a Ruth Chris like steak, the best seafood, the best I am not cooking. Like, I'm not cooking. I'm not gonna ask you to cook. I don't want nobody else to cook. I want that, that's what I want. Okay. You're gonna eat more and than that, when you're gonna, when you're gonna travel. You're not gonna be traveling every weekend, every week. But the problem yeah. now is you're not eating anything at a restaurant either. Restaurants is closed. So I'm not traveling either. <laughs> Actually, restaurants aren't closed. The They're essential workers. I'm about to say, the, the one he just listed. I don't know if Ruth Chris is open for takeout. Oh, no. I don't know if I would pay for it. You pay somebody, for the somebody said that my, we don't have a maestro. I we don't have one near us. But my somebody was on. What was I watching? Might have been Shannon Sharp. She was Shannon Sharp. Said Maestro's was definitely delivering. Oh, they better deliver because I'm not going mm-hmm. to drive to Maestro's and pay Maestro's prices and they don't deliver the food to me. What I'm saying, they deliver right now. Could you imagine having that at no cost? They better serve me too. Don't 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 do that distance crap. You coming in my house, set my table, and serve me. 
For that much money. Can we pause real quick? Can we talk about how much money Chick-fil-A is making right now? Mm. Oh. Them drive through stay packed. You hear me? I know Chick-fil-A has gotten at least a grip from me. So, like, alone. Like, when I click this stop button, I'm probably going back to Chick-fil-A. Like, Jesus. My thing with Chick-fil-A is, at this time, I don't want nobody coming out to my window. Let me order after thing y'all have there so I can speak out. I don't need anybody coming up to my window checking my order. (laughs) Yeah, but they have the mask on, Tony. I don't care. Don't come to my door. (laughs) You have a whole system that I can speak into. This angry black mom syndrome. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Jesus. Right. Six feet. Six feet. I did want to, y'all talking about Mastro's, they're selling meat. Um, What do you call it? McCormick and Smicks, they're selling meat, like steaks, the, the, the most expensive cuts out their back door. So they're different restaurants because they can't sell this stuff. They're selling it like black market, if you will. So like, if you guys like unseasoned or like seasoned unseasoned raw steak that you can just yeah. go get slabs of it for really cheap because either they're gonna toss it or they're oh, gonna sell it. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So if that you know sense. somebody, you just pull up and say, Y'all got any meat products or any seafood <laughs> something for that. <laughs> Y'all got any meat? <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew. I thought it would be Terrence. I thought it was going to be Terrence. No, no. When you said, yeah, I got, y'all got any meat? And the man said, yes. <laughs> somebody doesn't somebody doesn't work there like, hey, yo, listen, I got, I got 50. I got 50, I got 50, I got 50 pounds. Come up here like 9.30 at night. I got you under the table. That's hilarious. I don't know that, but that makes sense. I mean, I've, yo, let me tell y'all something. I went to uh, Target. This is a couple of weeks ago, and then we'll get into the topic. I'm sorry. But I went to Target a couple of weeks ago, and we went to get supplies. So we had to get toilet paper, all that good stuff or whatever. We went to Target, and they had no supplies. So, But, but we had like, ordered food from a Thai restaurant or whatever, and we went to go pick up the food. So we went to go pick up the food, and the Thai restaurant has a full supply of everything we went to get at Target. They got it at the Thai restaurant along with the food. Yeah, we went to Lido's and they gave us a roll of toilet paper with our order. I was like, come on, marketing. You know what time it is. <laughs> yeah. And they literally had all the they had all the bottles that they would normally like be, you know, like um you would buy or whatever. They you could buy them at like a liquor store. So they had them all set up on, on the bar. They had their Purell bottles, they had masks, they had uh gloves, and then they had um toilet paper. And you know, they buy they buy the toilet paper like 96 rolls a box because they buy yeah. it for a commercial business. So they're sitting there, they're, they're selling each roll for like a dollar thirty-five. Mind you, we left Target and Target had no paper towels. Zero. Commercial bottom. That's why, nigga. No, they bought commercial. It's commercial. We go to we go to pick our food up, and they're like, Yep, we got everything you need. What you need? I got you. I said, What the heck is going on right now? So John, so this is what I heard. You bought so you bought industrial uh single ply. You about to rip his in half. <laughs> so I bought, I bought, I bought five you're of right. them. Listen, I bought. Your wall. <laughs> I bought. We, we don't ever know how desperate we're gonna be. Okay, so I, I, we have yet to have to need those paper, those uh, 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 toilet papers. But I'm just saying they are available for usage. If my behind is gonna be raw, it's gonna be raw. I don't care what it is. <laughs> the color of that wall behind. <laughs> Oh, right like at at least, at least yeah. it will be wiped. Okay. 
And let me tell you something. And, and I'm not going to disclose. I won't disclose what Thai restaurant it is. And I'll tell y'all offline because I don't want them to get in trouble. But I know, I know for sure Phil knows which one I'm talking about because we've been there before. Mm. And they and they look, they said, Hey, do you also do you want to drink with your order? So they went ahead and put and did a long island iced tea to go. I said, <laughs> I love y'all. I love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> They ghetto. I know exactly what you're talking you about. You know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I said, no, I love y'all. So anyway, guys, um, today's topic, we're going to talk about politics, man. I feel like as, as at this point in life, um, where everything is kind of being at a standstill because of some, some sometimes to the degree of politics and the things that are going on um, in the nation right now. Obviously, COVID's happening um, and we're doing our quarantine season again right now. So like... We're just having to bring up this topic of like, man, what's going on with our politics? What's going on with, um, you know, Donald Trump's in office currently right now and he's a Republican, supposedly, or what have you. Um, so with that with that viewpoint, with that lens, we want to talk about politics from a, a standpoint of 30 somethings. You know what I'm saying? What, we, what we're seeing, what we're experiencing, why we vote, how we vote and all those things, because I think it's going to directly impact um, the elections that are coming up. Uh, in November, uh, we got Joe Biden right now as a, a primary co- uh, candidate uh, as a Democrat. And we have uh, Donald Trump, I guess, going again as a Republican. Um, and I just kind of before we even get into the actual questions, I kind of want to get a sense of what you guys think about that. I mean, we have Joe Bar- Joe Biden as a Democrat and Donald Trump as a Republican. Do, do these people even represent the value systems? I mean, their age brackets obviously up there. Like, what are your thoughts about them as people and candidates that represent you potentially. Anyone can go. No matter who. Don't all go at once. <laughs> Niggas like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't it's 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 difficult for me because I don't I honestly did not find myself really gravitating for any of the Democratic candidates that were actually in the in the running in the first place. They all had things that I would pick and choose from. Um, truth be told, they would probably make a very good cabinet along with whoever the winner is. That's actually who I, if I was president, I would, if I got elected, I was Democrat, I would pick, I would pick from some of those people to be a part of my cabinet, if not a lot of them. Um, but with that being said, it, to me, it, it often becomes it's just what it is, like the lesser of two evils, how it is for a lot of people. And I just think one of the candidates is a lesser of two evils. So that's what it is for me. I don't, I, I, and I've said it before, I'm not a huge fan of Biden. Um, I think I might have been more, of, I, he, to me, his heart just doesn't seem in it, in my opinion. I, it, it, it just, something about him was very different versus when it was in 2008. You know, and, and when he should have ran in 2016, I don't care where Hillary was done, he should have ran in 2016. Forget Hillary, he should have ran. Um, but, you know, I, I like he's that's I'm a vote for whoever's there that's going against the other guy, you know, and that's just that's where I am. So I and I I know it's sad to say, but so to answer John's question, I don't think that he has all of my interests or my viewpoints, you know. Um, but I would say he might have been up there because he is he's not as far left as some of the other candidates, and I yeah. and I'm not that, I'm not that left. There's a lot of those people up there. Like, and I'm, I'm gonna talk about that later too. But I'm not as left as a lot of those people. I'm actually, I'm pretty much in the middle. Um, I, I'm with you, T. Yeah, I, I think I feel the exact same way. Some of the candidates were too far left for me. 
like way too far. And I was like, mm, no. And like you said, it's the less, lesser of two evils right now. Um, and that's how it is, you know. Trump doesn't represent me in any way, I don't think. You know, I mean, I didn't read that well into his politics and his viewpoints, but him being a businessman and seems like he's all about the money and, you know, making sure his people are still doing well and making sure the big businesses are still doing well. Um, I don't think he had much care for the middle class. Mm. Yeah, and let me say, if Romney was running, I would vote for Romney. I'm being dead up. If Romney was running, if the late John McCain was running, I would vote for them too. Over Biden, no question. That's how much I, I kind of miss. And I, I'm hoping, I'm glad, I want Phil, like, I, I really want Phil's viewpoint on it. But, like, I, I appreciate it, like, more. When I thought about the past two elections, I appreciated the people who went up against Obama more now. And I think I did. Like, John McCain, I don't know if you all watched, John McCain was a G. Um, he was a G. Like, he he literally, it's at points he didn't really care about pissing off. He just, he stood at his core values and how he felt. Even if that meant going against his own party, and I appreciate people when they do that, because it becomes non-political at that point. It becomes about what you really think is in the best interest of the people, which is why you, what you were elected to do. Um, when I go back and even look at Romney, it was politics, of course. Why I did not vote for Romney? But he didn't. He 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 was not really bad at his at what he, at what he brought to the table. He was very qualified to be president. Romney is still qualified to be president. Um, but he just, he just wouldn't win. He wouldn't even, he would not win the, the seat going against Trump. He wouldn't win. Mm. <laughs> All right, hey, Phil. This is your room. Hey, <clears throat> um, so y'all know my background and usually I should give this uh disclaimer. When I talk about politics, I'm all about I'm the philosoph philosoph philosophical part. Okay. <laughs> so more philosophically am I on the Republican side than the Democratic side. So people come at me, it's like, yo, what's up with your boy, Donald Trump? I mean, I never met the man. I don't know him, so I wouldn't call him my boy. But um, if you come at me with that, then I don't really have an argument for you. I mean, I don't think he, I don't think he should be president either just because of his the way he is. He's not a good leader. But when you really think about the politics of it, Aside from his personality, we get down to policies, then we can have a real discussion. But I think the issue that we often get to as a conservative, if you will, is that people don't want to talk about policies. They want to talk about personalities. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm not down with his personality at all. But if we really line out the policies and stack up his policies against all the Democrat policies, I think every black person should be voting for Donald Trump. Um, excuse me, for conservatives, not necessarily Donald Trump, but but for conservatives. Gotcha, gotcha. So you talk about more like political spectrum. Yeah, man. So it's like, and even and as I'm even stuttering right now, forming it because I didn't vote for Donald Trump. You know, people assume I did. I voted for myself in the last election and the one before. Me and my grandmother wrote myself in Philip Watson, a Republican. Um, but if you look at what he's done, the policies that he's done. If you remove his personality and people say, oh, you can't. I said, I get that. I understand that you you can't or certain people can't. But if you do that, you really can't. You can't. You got to give him his credit on what he's done um, in a country and, his, and during his presidency. Um, and if you compare that to what Obama did, 
I'm not here to put them against one another, but I'm just saying you can compare him to Bush if you want to. He's, I think he's been pretty. Uh... So let me just list like I wrote a couple of things down while y'all were talking. Opportunity zones, billions of dollars invested into poor communities, black communities, especially. Um, the first act joint releasing criminals um, like a nonviolent drug offenders. The stuff that he's done with um, what's that girl? Kim Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's the first act joint, um, bringing companies back to the U.S. Because, you know, his whole thing was about bringing factories back. Mm -hmm. And he's done he's done put several policies toward bringing factories back here. He doubled the child tax credit from six thousand to twelve thousand dollars. That helped out poor people tremendously. Um, what else? The uh, unemployment is down and just on and on. He's like things about cyber workforce. So there's things he's been doing in silence, even though his personality overshadows everything. Everything. I, I don't think the man is particularly brilliant, but I think he. I mean, I don't know how. I don't know how he's got these things done. Because to be honest, if I had the decision to say should he be president or not, I was like, nah. I don't think the man should be president. I think his personality is is disgusting. Um, the way he talks about people, he. I don't think he's a, a sincere Christian. Um, all of those things I'll have against him. But if you look at the policies, bro. So, and, and I will yield, like, in my criticism about, because I, I just hate him as a person, I will yield that when you got elected, I was pretty much absolutely sure that the economy would, would tank. And it did mm -hmm. absolutely the opposite. And mm -hmm. that's what maybe yield on the side of that he's probably going to win another term. Like, especially mm -hmm. for this COVID crap, I'm like, yo, I don't know what we're doing. He's going to win. Like, no president has ever lost an election when the like, second run at the economy is not only doing like staying the same, but thriving. And yeah. I got a prediction. Even you to say that Bush had did such so bad of a job. That's how we got Obama. Because mm -hmm. the economy was like in the toilet. They just said at this point, let's give the nigga a try. Like that, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's like that's how it was. Like so it's just like so I would I, I, I yield to I, I yield to him some things that I, I will give him his cat credit for because I'm not giving him credit for crap. But <laughs> like but like yes the 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 first act joint is that's kudos. And I do hate that's the thing I was talking to John about. I do hate when we I think when you're really being the way you remove biases biases bias is to give credit where credit is due. I do not like that certain networks don't give him credit for the great thing he does but just harp on all the bad. And you really can't be fair at that point. And I think he has done, don't get me wrong, his camp has done some great things. <laughs> the economy, you can say what you want. Everybody predicted the economy was going to like crumble and peace. Mm -hmm. It did the absolute opposite. The economy was thriving. Yes, Obama said that in motion, but one person, one four years can tank that. If you don't know how that worked, four years can tank that. Shoot. We already see three months can tank that. And right. so I had to give him his credit, but not like that his some of his, his economic policies, they have at least kept the economy in float. And in some regards, they were getting better. Like, you know, they were getting better as far as the economy. So I got to give him his credit for that. Um, hmm. That's where I, as far as that. Yeah. I think that um, I get what Phil is saying. Like, it's more it's more of a stance than it is a thing of like, I agree with this candidate. And I actually think it's not just Phil's lens on that. I think it's more or less even from a democratic versus Republican lens. It's like the candidate doesn't necessarily represent my views, but this, the, the, 
the stance in which they're supposed to undergird that, you know, democ democracy or the Democrat versus Republican. It's like, oh, well, I, I do kind of agree with this viewpoint or this or this over underlining topics of, of this particular party. Therefore, that's why I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Democrat or that's why I'm a Republican. I hear that. It's just like and it's, I've heard a lot of times, even from um, like the Donald Trump supporters, it's like he's not a, he's not a true Republican. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? He's he's more of a Democrat than he is a Republican. Certain, certain people would say, uh, with in which the way he started off his whole presidency, um, maybe now he floats in between both. I don't even know. Like I don't think he, to be honest, knows what he views, what he thinks, uh, what have you. Um, the question I, I guess is more important even now is like during this COVID season, do we feel like the things that happen now would directly impact what happens in uh, November? Bro, I don't think we have an election. You think he's gonna just go through and be get another four years without any? Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't. I, if this stuff don't get better, how I don't understand how we. I I emphatically don't. I, I've seen stories about mailing, like doing a mail-in election. I think that was trending on CNN the other day. Yeah, like mail-in election, mail-in your vote. There's no way in the world for me to tr trust. Let me be very clear. I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't trust it even if Obama was president of a system in which the, the powers that be, and it really is a state power election, counting ballots that have been mailed in mm. and trusted in, in their fairness. I barely trust it when I drop it in at, at the place that like is a fairness. I just I'm, I'm, I just think that this oh, is flawed. And so I don't trust <clears throat> that. I'm definitely not going to trust the guy who single-handedly worked along with the Russians. I don't, that to me was just without a doubt. I am not trusting this fool. In his in doing a mail in election, I'm just not gonna do it. It just it just breathes nothing but government corruption. Yeah, like you know, and so that's just my personal opinion. Um, but I I do believe we we should educate. I want people to know that that the election and your elections are a state run issue. It's not a federal issue. So every state is in charge of how they run elections. Yes, they report their findings to the federal government, but it is a state issue. States run. They set up elections in their district. And so that also adds in ultra, like 50 other biases, like, you know, of agendas. And mm. so let me just help you out. I told y'all back in January 2019, Trump is going to be president for another four years. But can I say niggas? Yes. So <laughs> niggas out here campaigning, crying. Spending money, I said, y'all wasting your time. I told y'all back then, he's going to be president. Like the economy, like it has to crash, tank. Something has to happen crazy. Like he has to be caught in a crime red-handed, right? People say, oh, he has. I said, no, he really hasn't. You may have a bunch of evidence, but the country's not convinced, right? So, like when what's the name was in the um, when he was impeached, what's the dude at Watergate Hotel? I'm not great oh, with names. I didn't get much sleep. Yeah, Nixon, right? Like if he's caught in something like that, a federal crime, straight up, there's no way to deny it. Then yeah, they'll get him out. Otherwise, bro, prepare your hearts. Like we can talk about sleepy Biden all day. This man, as bad as Trump is, Biden got him. Something's going on. I think he got early onset dementia because I've seen the two videos where they so show the dude skipping words and not making mm. sense. I think Biden is like three or four times worse than Trump. Trump is bad. They're both knocking on the 80s door. Yeah, but. If yeah. and I had a I had a dream. I think the only way that Biden can pull this off is if he pulling Michelle Obama as his running mate or something like that. 
If he, mm-hmm. he has to get somebody as a running mate who could campaign for him, and essentially we like, yeah, Biden might not make it the next four to eight years, but if he don't, <laughs> Michelle gonna be in there. I think that's the only way. That's the only I, way. I, I actually agree a lot with what you're saying. Um, I I don't want to be disillusioned to the fact that it might be totally possible that Trump is president. You know, in November. Oh, he um, will be. A wise person will prepare their minds now. He will, he will I be. I just I don't want to be disillusioned. I don't push the envelope any more than my pre- that. My president. Say it. <laughs> say it. My president. I will never. I didn't say it the past four years, and guess what? I ain't saying it this year. Um, I, I I my my lens is hopeful that some level of like, man, please don't let this bro get another four years. Um. I really I, I have to be hopeful because I have a kid, I have, I have family and the things in which he's doing, and especially during this whole COVID thing, it's just like, God, if it's if this continues, we'll never get out of COVID. This will never end. You know, it will literally be like they already said they're already talking about projections of it being two years long now. Like they're talking about it going to being 2022. Um yeah. just the underlying theme of COVID everywhere we go. And flu season coming up, but you know. Yeah. If I mean, if Trump has been the best thing for black people, and I'm not making that as an affirmative statement, just say if, if he's been the best thing for us financially, like economically, would you not then cash? If you could see that by the numbers, would you not vote for him? No. I, I, th- I about to say, I just, I just think as a candidate, Donald Trump just couldn't, I just couldn't, I couldn't. So you sacrifice it. your family, your daughter you just talked about. Yeah. Because you don't like his personality. So. I Sorry, think personality, I, I think you, personality but... matters though. I don't I, like I'm not one to say like I don't think it matters. Like when I vote, I, I put that into the equation too. Like I don't yeah, think yeah. character, character matters, which is why it's so hard for me to vote for Biden because I do think character character, in my opinion, it, it does matter as a candidate. You are you wear so many roles as president. You are like you you know, you're the the uh you're the, the chief chief executive, you are the head of state, you are the chief economic planner, you are commander in chief, you are the chief diplomat, you wear so many hats. But the purpose is you are, the president is not a person, it's a position. It's 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 an office, it's not a person. And so it's, just, it's one of the things, it's like a CEO of a company. And the CEO represents the thoughts, the viewpoints, the beliefs, everything about the people. And He's so un. He's so like I think of all the Republicans I've let I've we've I've looked at. He's so undemocratic. He's so un about any other pe- people that he may have good policies, but the per the figurehead who comes out looks like anything but caring about people. And I my I I, I just I can't. And to to answer Phil's question, the 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 tough part about being a Democrat who. Is upper middle class because I think man, my house we upper, upper middle class. We probably would we should we probably have gotten more benefits from from Trump than any than anybody. Like the last like I, we really have to be honest. Yeah. And we would get we I I definitely know we would be more well off under Trump just as like a household. Mm-hmm. But as a Democrat, part of the political spe- spectrum, at the expense of others, I can't do it. I would rather me lack. I would rather me like have to give a little bit more. Then see others suffer because of it. That's and a problem so, with black people right there. It's like, no, I'm joking. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd rather lose. <laughs> That's why I ain't got nothing. 
I'm dead. <laughs> no, I think that. Go, yeah. go ahead, Phil. Now, I was just gonna say to that, like I think I do want to. I mean, I might offend some people, and it is what it is. Me and my roommate get into it sometimes, but I cut it real quick. We just two GD. Can I just say emotional, for lack of a better term? Um, like I don't like you. You don't like me. You're ugly. You're old. Um, all these reasons why, I, as a person, you're not good. But if I remove you from the spectrum of all the offenses, all the emotions you've hurt, I was like, oh, wow. This dude has really benefited me in these different ways. I'll be a fool not to vote for. I mean, not really a fool, because that's just how we are as humans, right? You get these people like, I don't care who you are. I don't want your business. You could double my, I don't want your business because I don't, you don't believe in what I believe in. So we all have that prerogative. I guess I'm just a different type of person, man. Where I'm just like, you may hurt my feelings, but let's, let's chill on that for a second and see what can you do for me? And some people are like, nah, I don't care what you can do for me. You hurt my feelings. Get out of my face. Yeah. How, how, how Republican of you, Phil? Right. <laughs> I, I, I think that hey. this is going, going into the next question. It's kind of like um, what I'm getting or sensing from Phil is like, oh, it doesn't really matter um, whether we vote or not. Like, it's going to be Trump again. And so do you think voting is even important then? Because it sounds, it sounds like you have a predetermined outcome, even though we haven't even voted yet. I'm looking left and right because I feel like if I say what I want to say, something going to come out, <laughs> smack me in the head. Because I'm, I'm like, yes, voting matters. But I believe, I think, I believe that the numbers, um, the polling show that he's going to be president, bro. And it's just not... And all they got is Biden. I mean, unless you pull in somebody like a Michelle Obama, and I don't know if she can invigorate anybody but liberals and black people, Biden just not going to do it, bro. I don't know who he can pull in to excite people, but they got too much. I seen some videos, bro, that just show he's 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 probably already third state dementia. Like it's, I think it's already set in. He's saying stuff that don't make sense. So, um, I don't know, bro. I don't know. So I, I think voting matters in a sense. They say Trump won because black people didn't vote. Like he won by a thousand votes here, but 3000 black people didn't vote. In Florida, they say he won by, I don't know how many votes it was, a couple thousand, um, this state or that state, but 5,000 black people didn't vote. So if we just went out and voted, then Trump would be, be taken care of. But I just don't think we're going to do it, especially not during coronavirus. That's, that, coming out. That's yeah. That's exactly I think, that's a huge part. It's like no one thinks of the broader picture, right? You know, and I think if you have thousands of people just thinking about me, you know, I what I say don't matter. And if you multiply that by 50,000 people, that can sway something left or right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a bigger picture that a lot of black people don't think about. Man, what I say don't matter. On the bigger picture, actually, if there's enough of you all that think like that, yeah, what you're not going to do is want to impact what's happening. But then you're going to be the one that has the most complaints. Yeah. Yeah, Phil, Phil going on with the question John asked, it's one of those things where, like, as a person who taught government and, and ultimately what he wants to be in government, it's, I don't think our electoral college system works. To be perfectly honest, and I'm always curious to see what other people think about that. I think that's that's a deterrent why people don't vote. Like I think we should really. I understand why they created electoral system 200 whatever odd years ago. I think we're at a point right now where we could just do popular vote. Like I whoever 
popular candidate wins, period. Whoever's right. the most popular candidate, let's do away with all this trying to crunch numbers. Like, let's get back to the basics of whoever's the most popular person should be president, period. Hey. Um, nah. I do that. So, you, you know why? Sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead, T. My bad. No, no, I'm saying so, so to, to, to be so and 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 to be, to be more clear, like Trump will probably won't win Maryland. Mm. He won't win Maryland, like which is eight votes away from him. Like we have, we have not. Maryland has not cast a Democratic, I mean, a Republican vote, and 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 like it's been decades. I think before, it's been decades. He's not going to win Maryland, which is why I was shocked we cast a a, a Republican governor. How, so that, I, I'm still on the fence, but you see where I'm going. But states like, like Florida, states like Texas, they matter. Like you know, states mm -hmm. like like New York wouldn't matter, but he wasn't supposed to win Michigan, and he won Michigan. And so that's why, to Phil's point, it is important to vote because black people, we live in the most dominated cities in every state. Like we live in Detroit, which is in Michigan. We live in Chicago, which is Illinois. We live in Tampa. We live in Miami. We live in that's where most minorities are. So for you not to vote in a state where it does matter, it's it's idiotic. It's very stupid. Where in your state, I can say that because I'm in Maryland. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm still gonna vote because just in case. But I could whole happily say my state has never swung the opposite way for right. a presidential candidate in years. You, on the other hand, your state, it always comes down to you. So why aren't you voting? Like you live in yeah. Florida, you live in Michigan. Why aren't you voting in Michigan? You, you just say, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, in your state, it does matter. It matters more than others, you know? Yeah, yeah man. The um, the thing about this, I always ask people, do you know what the number one selling car in America is? And it's been that way for like 17 years, 17, 18 years. Number one vehicle. Um, that's F-150, right? The Ford F-150. Yeah. I'm, how many niggas you see driving brand new Ford at 150s in Zero. DC? They drive Dodges and uh, right. Chevy. So who 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 are these people buying up Ford F-150s, right? The to make them the number one vehicle in the country for more than almost two decades, almost two decades. The Midwest, the people country, that exactly, yeah. yeah, country redneck white boys that exist between West Virginia and Nevada. Every and from South Dakota all the way down to New Mexico, that whole swath of the country, the red states, they're the ones that we don't we don't know about. We don't hear about. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Let's talk right. about the number one welfare recipients. They're in that group. All those poor, fat, television watching, honey, honey boo boo child Republicans <laughs> driving yeah. Ford F one fifty. Those are those people. So when you say you want the popular vote to win, you got to realize, well, we still only twelve percent of the population. Right and oh, um, right. but the blacks right. are, blacks are, if we're just counting blacks, you know. White? But which I, and I hate when when I watch these political shows where they talk about like you know the black vote, the black vote, the black vote. No one cares about the black vote because when it all gets down to it, we don't vote. So mm -hmm. like that's why there's no candidate crafting to what like I saw Charlamagne talking about. I don't like Biden because he's not going towards my agenda. Nigga, he don't care about your agenda because he knows in November your people not going to vote. So why the hell would he care about your agenda? Like, we do what we're told, too. Who cares? Yeah. We do what you're told, bro. All I tell is yeah. Jay-Z, Beyonce, put a couple songs out, have a little... Uh, they do when you call in and vote. Just tell people, oh, we hate this person, hate that person. We do what we're told. All right, we voting for this person. Nobody care about you. You ain't got no standards. <laughs> and I think, I mean, even in this, in this particular <laughs> election, like, nobody... 
nobody really needs to like be told not to vote for Trump. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel like people are like already filled up against him. I mean, it's like we don't need the uh, poor marketing resources into really saying why Trump shouldn't be president. That they, people know it's just it may still happen that he is president, but it's not because people don't know that he's not a good president. Like people know that. It's, yeah. you know, it's just a matter of, like you said, I guess voting doesn't really seem to matter from a stance of like you can vote or whatever. But at the end of the day, the candidates are chosen for you almost. I've said this over and over again. America is filled with some of the dumbest people on the planet. And I hate <laughs> to admit that. We are, a bunch of, we are a bunch of idiots. Like we were like John said, we will have all the evidence. I mean, if you're if you're on that side, if you're not on it, it's different. But if you're on the side, the Democrat, let me scratch that. Democrats are some of the dumbest people on the planet. I, I don't understand how we had the most diverse, like we're the worst supposed to be the party of diversity. We had the most diverse electorate on the in the history of elections. The most diverse. And we couldn't find not one diverse person to, to put on the ballot. Mm. Yeah, we got the oldest, and he yeah. and he might have been the most racist, <laughs> the most <laughs> racist, the most like gender biased per candidate on the ballot that's leading the Democratic Party, and evidence. And then the other evidence again, we we will we have seen it was it's different when we did not know what the guy could do or lack thereof, and now mm. we know what he could do or lack thereof, and right. he still not gonna go out and vote. Mm. Hey. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Terrence. I mean, I think that I, I, I firmly believe that Donald Trump was not going to be president, like even leading up to it. I was one of those people that was like, oh, this is never going to happen. Hillary, thank God Hillary's here. Even though I didn't I didn't I didn't care about Hillary. I just didn't want Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And then next thing I know, I'm like, he won. He freaking really won. Phil said, though, it's Midwest came out. The black people, whatever, was just like, well, it don't matter. My vote don't matter. And they all showed up because they finally mm -hmm. have somebody that speaks their language. Right. No, he's That's a bro. It. Right. He didn't show up. Minority shouldn't show up. But yeah. he, he won and he won states like Pennsylvania. He won like he won Pennsylvania, first of all, because like to Phil's point, because Hillary negated, she she LARP, she put her bank on the, the inner cities. In mm -hmm. Philadelphia, but said I'm going to put coal mining out of business. You dummy! You know how much coal mining coal mining is in Pennsylvania. You right. dummy! So I don't. I'm one of people. I don't think the Russia is why we lost at all. I do. I he won. Trump mm -hmm. flat out won. Yeah. He won because the people in his camp played a better political game, a better political game as far as where to campaign, how to campaign hard at than she did. And like 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 a lot of Democrats said. She also banked on a minority vote. And yeah, it spoke their language. language, coal miners, factories, all that stuff. That's yeah. what they do. Those are their jobs. Those are their careers. My yeah. question is, why Why isn't it like, like how when um, Bush was president and then Obama surfaced and then everybody was like, oh, man, on the Obama train. Like, it's funny. Like, I feel like because of how bad things was with Bush, everybody kind of went towards the Obama train. Plus, Obama was a genuinely... Whether we can dis we can disagree, you know, stand to disagree or whatever, but at, at at the end of the day, he spoke well. He was eloquent. Mm -hmm. He he had a certain like presence to him, that even whether yeah. you his values or not. Um, yeah. 
And I feel like this, like, I'm like, why isn't that the case now where we have never experienced 60,000 um, people dying under any presidency, like, like to this capacity, maybe under war, but like not under something that's like a war, like this invisible enemy, like, as he would say, we've never experienced 18% uh, unemployment. Like this is like unprecedented times. And you would think that normally it would be the, all right, it's, it's, it's for the next wave candidate to kind of surface now. And and that's why I was like, why would you? I mean, I hear what you're saying, Phil, and I hear what you're saying, T, where you're like, okay, well, it probably still will end up being Donald Trump. But I'm like, what, what do we need? Short of what uh, Phil was saying earlier, what do we need for it to go the other direction like like it did um, when Bush transferred um, power to Obama? I, I don't think that people are going to blame Trump for COVID. That's why. Mm. And let me tell you something even more idiotic. I don't understand how his base, like Phil said, his to, to, to harp on that because I I really want to feel to expound more about that because Phil might know more about his policies as far as what they've done for Black people. But but what is his policies done for his base? Like his base is some of the, especially in those parts you're talking about are some of the poorest. They are some yeah. of the poorest. They have like they have like. I have yet to see any coal mining industry come back, even though this dude promised I'm going to bring back coal mining. Where the power of white people and white supremacy and sticking with that and believing in that. As for policy, mm -hmm. he's feeding them what they want. Yeah. Period. They don't. They don't read policies. They're stupid. You speak white power, white supremacy. You speak in a way where you're not undermining what I'm doing. You're telling me it's okay. I can do whatever I want to do because you're in office. I don't care about the policies. They're already poor. And and and, and so that may be true, but I can tell you that Trump did not win only because of that factor of his base. He won. Sure. He he won from like he. I mean, he won like a lot of hard nosed Republicans, like a lot of people who. I mean, and there were a lot of people, people uh, like that, that's the other thing I wanted to say, like to, to, to why I said Democrats are idiots. At the end of the day, Republicans will vote for the Republican person. Period. Mm -hmm. Like the Republicans, they they hope so true to that 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 conservative value, which I, I some part of me applauds it. At the end of the day, I don't like this guy, I don't like who he is, but he's a Republican. I'm going to vote for this Republican. Period. Mm -hmm. Democrats don't do that. Democrats, mm -hmm. are, I'm just not gonna vote. <laughs> like I'm just not going to vote. Like, we do get too caught by our emotions where we don't think about the bigger picture. I'm just not going to vote. Like, you know, I'm just going to stay out from this election, you yeah. know, and pray for the best. No, dummy, vote. Like, if you don't want the other guy to win, you need to cast your ballot for the opposite person. Mm. You know? Yeah, I mean, to answer your question, bro, I think that Trump is, he can't save the coal. I don't think he can save coal, bro, because, I mean, it just, industries come and go. Right? Right. But in, in politics, you tell people what they need to hear. Just like in D.C., I'm sorry, around black communities, they tell them, oh, we're going to, I don't know what they promise in black people these days, because I really don't, I, what are they promising black people? Can somebody help me out? But whatever it is, well, they still promise the Democrats. Democrats. Like, what, 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 what is it that black people need? The thing, you know, they allow the programs that are already in place just to stay in place so that you don't well, have to ever, like the, the financial programs, the welfare programs, like they're going to allow those oh. things to stay in place. You know they're what I mean? Still doing that. I ain't even. I, you know, okay. I didn't know they was. Enough. I mean, we've been talking about welfare, food stamps since 1960s, bro. And mm -hmm. I just figured at some point, black people will wake up and realize, like, oh, it's only 20 percent of us, probably like 15 percent of us that receive these benefits, and to continue campaigning to us and voting 
for people because they promise welfare benefits when you and nobody in your family receives them it's like hold up let me wake up what is this right. that they put in if you want this this is what you want this is what you need and guess right. what he's also racist so just just don't even look over there don't look at his policies just look at this right here mm -hmm. but when you think about the fact that the black family has been decimated since 19 whatever it was when they started kicking in his welfare stuff the black family's been decimated and if you look at stats uh and you compare like prison stats education stats for kids that come from full like whole homes right the, the measurements it's you can't deny it if you have a mother and father in the home you have like a 10 percent i'm sorry 10 times less of a chance to drop out of school to not go to all these other things so somebody in all their wisdom i don't know I'm not gonna say people is after the black folks, but when our families got destroyed, so did all these other factors, income, jobs, education, all that crap. So in my position, when I go out and involve, I say, who is doing something to build the black family? Mm. It's definitely not Crooked Hillary. And Trump care nothing about the black family. Now, if I go to Trump, he don't care about the black family either, but guess what? I know he hates me and I know I don't like him, but I can have a real conversation like, all right, bro, this is what I want. I want us to free black men from prison. Shout out to uh, what's your cousin? Kim Kardashian. Uh, no, uh, not Kim Kardashian. No, no, yeah, Marcus, yeah. Shout out Marcus to Marcus Bullock, Bullock yeah. at uh, Flick Shop, man, because I think that's what's up. Yeah, that's one thing. Like that's one. That's that's my top issue right now. Mm. Black prison prison reform from the streets all the way to fair sentencing, right? Right. So while Tim Scott um, of I think Atlanta somewhere down south, Tim Scott senator has been working on this policy for years, trying to get prison reform, trying to get these things. He's a Republican, trying mm -hmm. to get things changed. Couldn't pass it on Obama, didn't pass it on the Bush. But here comes along uh, racist Trump, right? Trump is this racist. He don't care about black people, the Central Park Five. That, But who pushes this policy together to start bringing black men out of prison? Mm. Thousands have, at this point, thousands have been released. More than 90% of them are black men. And I'm like, that's my number one issue. I said, so I hear you telling me that he's a racist. I hear you telling me I shouldn't like him and I should hate him. But my number one issue, building a black family, and part of that, a sub point is to release these nonviolent drug offenders from prison. And you telling me that Trump is the only one in the last 30 years that did something about that? Mm -hmm. I would be a fool to be like, yeah, nah, I, I still can't do it. I just don't like him. I don't like the way his hair looks. I, I would feel foolish to do that. So I'm like, there's a lot of things that if we pull back and be like, yo, what is it that we, I don't, God bless the people that need welfare. It's more white women on welfare than black women. God bless the welfare queens that we think are black, but the welfare queens are actually white. If you look at the percentages, if you look at 100% of welfare recipients, black females are probably around 30% or less. The rest of them white and other. Mm. So I'm like, y'all not gonna bamboozle me with that whole welfare, this whole poverty stuff, because most of us are not poor anyway. I want black families to be built, right? I want black communities to be built. So I say, how we bring businesses to the black community. Trump has instituted opportunity zones where I and anybody else can invest money in opportunity zone, right. tax-free for a certain number of years. As long right. as you're building in that, it, most of them are poor urban areas, black folks. So I'm like, right. we building a black family, we release some prisoners. How long have been Marcus Bullock has been working on his flick shop joint? Obama didn't bring him to the White House. Obama didn't care right. nothing about what he was doing. Guess who brought Marcus Bullock to the White House to introduce his thing to the nation and talk right. about what he's doing for prisoners? The racist, orange, uh, whatever they call him, Donald Trump. I still don't like this dude, but how can I? He's freeing black men from prison. He put you know my, my boy Marcus Bullock on. 
Uh, you got opportunity zones that invest in revitalizing businesses in the black community. I'm like, this is stuff that they're not going to tell you. This is stuff that they're not talking about. But all they're going to talk about is he's racist. He's dumb. And they're going to go, I don't care how much you are racist. I got certain things that I need, certain things that I want. So I'd rather work with a racist. I know you're racist than to work with somebody like Crooked Hillary who walks up, says, oh, I keep hot sauce in my bag. Me. Right, right. I don't need to be, don't come at me with yeah. stuff like that. Like you say you like me, but all along you don't care nothing about black people. Don't care. Yeah. And you, I, I'm all, I stand, agree with a lot of what you're saying, Phil. And I, I'm also on the opposite, not even spectrum, but just maybe the flip side of that argument, which is, which is like, like you said, they have these programs in place. They may, may, they may or may not meet the black demographic, right? But they're just, they're just programs that have been reliant. We, we've been reliant on to stay lazy and not work at an idea or build a business or build our credit or build, 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 build. We're not in that position. And you know, we've feeling like we've had arguments years for the past ten years, probably ten years mm -hmm. ago, from my Democratic lens versus his Republican lens. But I think the reality is, the more I've learned and grown. Um, over the past couple of years, it's like, you know what? These same programs and these same initiatives that Trump is 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 forming for uh for for all people, including us, is is meaning that okay, black community, you don't have to be reliant on welfare. You don't have to have that democratic lens and stay the way you've been staying all the like it's almost like whoever who you've been is who you always will be. And there's no sense of I I can grow out of this, you know, demographic or out of this particular um um financial bracket that I've been in for the past five, 10 years. And I think that is more what I'm seeing from that Republican um, vantage point. It's like, man, stop depending on welfare for your bad decisions. You made bad decisions. You laid with the wrong person. That person that you lay with left you. Now you have five or seven kids and now you can't afford the lifestyle that you, li you live because of the decisions you've made. It's a to me. It's a certain level of personal personal responsibility that's been has to be taken for black people to say, you know what, it's my fault. And 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 not only that, like you just said, there are opportunity zones. There are there are real estate credits. There are different things that have been put in place that we could all be able to say we could all be able to um reap the benefit reap the benefits from. And it's not a, a a color thing. It is really like if you are um equipped and have set up or to operate in this, within this bracket of, of uh whatever they say you get the money period black white green red yellow you get the money and i think that we don't push our community to say you know what enough staying and laying on welfare to be dependent on because the truth of the matter is it really for that particular argument is it's just laziness we just don't want to have to build our own business. We don't want to have to keep pushing ourselves. And, and to some degree, it I, it could be argued that it's laziness. It's not saying that you're just a lazy individual, but maybe you know you could do something more than what you're doing. Maybe you have more capacity. You are, you know, for the past years, and now Republicans are giving you an opportunity to do that. And you're just like, nah, because of how I. And most of it is because of how we grew up. Because my dad was maybe a Democrat. Now I'm a Democrat. Like it's not because I've read the value systems of with the Democrat Party or the, the initiatives or the the reports. I don't, I don't read any of that. I just know that my dad was a Democrat and this is a Democratic candidate. I don't know if Hillary is truly crooked or not. I don't know if Hillary was in in office if 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 she would have read the memorandums that said or the or the um, morning briefings that stated that coronavirus is on the horizon. I don't know, and we'll mm -hmm. never know. But I know that right now, from what I've seen, I, I, I hear what you're saying about the initiatives, Phil, but I also feel like I it's so hard for me to get past that you got to have the character to represent mm. me. 
it's just so hard to look past that and say, and I'm not, and, I, and, and like Terrence is saying, I'm not saying Joe Biden does because Joe Biden was on MSNBC yesterday talking about some person that he allegedly, uh, you know, hurt, uh, raped or whatever, yeah. not raped, but like, you know, touched or filled up on a right. woman. And he's over here trying to defend himself on MSNBC and he doesn't even sound credible. And I'm listening to him and I'm trying to, I want him to be credible. I'm like, bro, right. please make yourself seem like a better candidate than Trump. Right. And he's just like, nope, I won't do it. I'm going to be awful. <laughs> and I'm just like, so to, to your point, it's like, I, I agree. He needs a running mate like Michelle Obama, somebody of that, that stature that can kind of firm him up to say, okay, if he dies, which is totally possible and he's old as a mug, you know, mm -hmm. there's somebody that could be credible and someone that we could believe in that could, uh, you know, kind of move the mission forward. But at the end of the day, do these candidates fit your um, fit your belief systems and Bro, what you believe is true? You do realize it is almost freaking June. We don't even know who the vice president candidate is. We have no yeah. idea who's who. Yeah. And they is don't either. the election. Yeah, about, and that's that's the point, Phil. They don't, they don't know either. Like, and I feel like it's all like, what's the best, um, you know, during their uh, testing and their polls to see like, what will be the best in, in outcome, you know, and maybe if we, so here's the thing, if they give us at this point, let's think about this, this for a second. If they give us a black vice president for the Democrats, are we going to fall for that? That's the question. Because like, it's not the really in the outside. That's not the truth. They just want to secure all the votes that they possibly can. Are we going to be woke enough to say, oh, I see what you're doing and actually meaningfully vote for Trump because I'm not going to allow you to trick me into another four years of you making it seem like you're going to do all these things for my community by having a black placeholder. You have just heard part one of the Valently Surreal podcast discussing politics with Philip Watson. We ask that you keep following us, keep liking us, and keep sharing us with all of your friends. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.